Living Dead in Austin is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know that Reese's are just a 50-year-long marketing campaign to resell armadillo poop? The hard part was getting the armadillos to eat all that peanut butter. <laughs> For more armadillo-related facts, to find out how you can access episodes a day early, and to learn more about our other podcasts, visit us at armadillo.club. Sun's going down in Bontemps, Louisiana, and things are about to get weird. Hello there. You're listening to Living Dead in Austin. We're reading Charlene Harris's Sookie Stackhouse novels. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lake. And I'm Mike Spartan. And today we're going to be reading chapter 7 through 12 of Dead and Gone, book 9 in the Southern Vampire Mystery series. Previously, the Wares have their big coming out announcement, and it goes off without a hitch. Except for the local Fellowship of the Sun, Jack Holes losing their shit, and Sam's mom getting shot by a stepdad, and one just like very minor crucifixion, you know? Something about omelets and eggs, I assume, right? I mean, if we had to pick one character from the series to get crucified, who would it be? Uh, Jason. Jason, really? He's kind of sucks, right? I'd I'd, I'd kneel up Crystal before Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! You could just do them both, right? One on each side of the cross. Arlene. Oh, Arlene. That's a solid pick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sandra Pelt. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, Sandra. I mean, yeah, wait, Sandra? Yeah, well, she's still alive, right? Yeah, yeah, no yeah. point. I was going to say Debbie. Like, she's yeah. still all, oh, you murdered my sister. <laughs> God, get over it. It's been, what, months? <laughs> yeah, two, three months now? Jeez, yeah. move on with your life, man. Yeah. I mean, I know you're an orphan, but come on. <laughs> yeah, the only family you had. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So now Sookie's running. Malak's for Sam, and the crucifixion becomes our first southern vampire mystery. Sookie's also getting chatted up by the FBI about her superpowers and gets tricked into knife-marrying Eric. So her dance card is filling up pretty damn fast. Alright. Chapter 7. Sam's back. Yeah. She's able to hand him back his mountain of work that should never have been her problem. (laughs) (laughs) And I gotta say, not once during this conversation did Sam ever say thank you. Monetarily or otherwise. No, not at all. It's like, okay, <laughs> wow. what happens? Wow, yeah. Sam. That was it. Not a, not a single thank you. Yeah, at least like buy her an edible arrangement or something. Not yeah. nothing. No. Nope. Huh. why they call him a shifter, because he shifts his responsibilities <laughs> onto other people. <laughs> yeah. um, and Sookie tries to do the, oh, and by the way, I got married to Eric. <laughs> and so on, on one hand, it really is none of Sam's business who mm-hmm. Sookie marries. On the other hand, from his perspective, he's... Not wrong that it was an idiotic decision. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he comes out the same way that we did, you know? Like, what the fuck, Suki? <laughs> yeah. I just thought, um, for somebody who's clearly carrying a torch for Suki, I thought he handled himself all right, you know? Yeah. I mean, he kind of had one little outburst, and then after that, he mostly just glowered. Yeah. But he kept it to himself. He's her boss. That's true. Yeah. He does call her idiotic. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean... Yeah, so it's, that was over the line, but except for that one bit. Mm-hmm. But it's also... A little bit right, yeah, but but no, but it's not not his business, not not coming from him. So I looked it up because Sookie talks about how she's on her high horse and when she marches out of there unhappy. And I looked it up to see if high horse was a southernism. It's not. It's from medieval times. Oh, really? Because yeah, people who were who rode high horses were the very wealthy people oh. who were considered themselves superior to everybody else. Oh, so when you act superior to others, right? Yeah, you're on your high horse. I think if you're on a horse that's taller than another person's horse, you are 
literally superior to them. I think that makes you a That's more valuable horse, person. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely more valuable horse. Yeah. <laughs> she goes to share her woes with Tara, and she's sitting with Tara, JB's wife, and she still cannot resist taking a dig at him. Yeah. Marriage to someone as simple as JB sounded really relaxing, but was marriage supposed to be like settling back in a lazy boy? At least spending time with Eric is never boring, I thought. Sweet as he was, JB had a finite capacity for entertaining conversation. You know what? Come on, Suki. <laughs> you haven't no. even talked to JB in months or whatever. Yeah. You just sit around thinking up these zingers. Yeah, you're sitting there with his wife. I say, been nothing but kind to you. It's like, hey, Tara, how's your idiot husband? <laughs> and you know what? Tara seems happy, right? I mean, like, she made some very poor choices early on in the series, but... She seems to have her shit together now. And, and you know what? So she just going to be happy. Yeah. And yeah. thankfully, she does have her shit together because she's pregnant. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I uh, thought she was a really good friend during this, though. She gave really good advice. Yeah. She, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I think she's a little soft on her response. After what, you know, what happened to her with, like, the vampire thing, right? Mm-hmm. She's got to be a little bit more wary of vampire ownership. You would think so. Yeah. But, yeah, she's, she's a little soft on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tara was owned by a vampire. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe she kind of liked horrible. it. No, she did not. Well, I mean, see, I remember for a while she was very anti-vampire as a result of it, right? That's true. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, 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 you know, but but it sounds like she had a rough childhood, and, and uh, she's determined to do right by this baby, which is you know pretty important. Yeah. When she after she tells Suki, she kind of goes down all the things she's going to do right that her parents did not do right. It was very moving. Yeah, I thought so too. Mm-hmm. When Suki goes home, she gets a phone call for Octavia from a mysterious gentleman. Yeah, Amelia is pretty sure it's her boyfriend who possibly disappeared in the hurricane. Yeah. And now reappeared. Yeah, she didn't, Octavia didn't seem to know whether or not he'd survived Katrina, which made me think, like, if you didn't have a cell phone, how hard would it be to locate someone after that? I was, right? I was thinking exactly the same thing. Like your, your neighborhood is gone, right? Your house is gone. You can't go to places. It's yeah. hard for me to imagine someone disappearing like that in the modern world. But like, yeah, I mean. Yeah, but that was, that was like, what, 12 years ago? Not that long ago. Yeah. It happened when we were in college. So, I mean, you know, cell phones were a thing, but not everyone had one. Yeah. You know, email was a thing, but definitely not everyone had one of those. So. Yeah. Yeah. Funny how that works, you know? Pretty crazy. Yeah. She goes into work. Um, Sam is arguing with Bobby Burnham, who is Eric's daytime guy. He gives her an envelope from Eric that she doesn't open. <laughs> Sucky! No, right? Come on. Like, uh, yesterday you got a package from Eric that you didn't open and it cost a whole thing. Yeah, no, she does. She's the, yep. She does. I've said this before. Suki doesn't have curiosity about like like there's, there's like a level of curiosity. I think everyone in this room would be like, I would I would like to know more about this, you know. And Suki's like, Meh. Yeah. I think Suki like she's fatalistic at this point. I think like whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So she's like, why would I open it? You know, whatever's in there is gonna get me no matter what. <laughs> she just puts it in her bag for later. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, Eric did tell his day man to do whatever she says, and he is not happy about it. No. Yeah. It feels like another enemy on Suki's list. Yeah. Yeah, like she needs another one. Slap yourself in the face as hard as you can. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, bitch, you are all the way down at the bottom. My problems. <laughs> um, but at the bar, Mile and the FBI agents are there. Yeah. Uh, FBI is still very interested in her. And uh, Niles just says he's, I guess he says he's going to look into Crystal's murder. 
Mm-hmm. You know, unclear how he's going to do that, but he seems to have resources, magic, otherwise, hard to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Niall gives her a cryptic warning if she sees any other fairies besides Claude and Claudine to call him immediately. Yeah, it sounds like trouble is brewing in fairyland. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Anyway, she's working and she has some kind of big theological musings there. She asks, and I got it. She asks herself questions like, would it be better to stab someone to keep yourself safe or let them go on and kill you? Would it be better to break a vow I made in front of God or refuse to break my friend's hand to bits? <laughs> Maybe she shouldn't have put herself in a position to choose between those two things in the first place. I, 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 I was just like, I think the answer to those questions is, so do you make better life choices? <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like these are the kind of questions like these would you rather horror questions, you know, <laughs> about the, you know, there's people asked to sort of investigate their own morality, but for Suki, there's just, this, these are the problems she had this week. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> she's listing the recent decisions she had to make. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah. She thinks, she listens in on the FBI agent's thoughts and they really want to get her to go work for them. And she thinks about how awful it would be. And she does have a point. Yeah. This was the first time where I was like, well, okay. Yeah. I guess like, Kind of see it, you know? Yeah. Does she really want to be put tasked with looking inside the heads of serial killers and stuff, right? Of awful people and also having that responsibility, too, where if you tell, you know, if you, if you, you can get these people sent to jail or even killed, maybe. Yeah. True. Yeah. Or having to go to sur- survival sites like we talked about. That sounds pretty awful. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Chapter eight. Octavia is leaving with the man who called. He's some sort of magician. Yeah, when she, when, she, when she gets home, she's at first upset to find that she's got company because she's kind of a, understandably kind of in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> I was just thinking, oh, this is probably how a lot of people end up dead, showing at Suki's house and she's going to be like this. <laughs> but luckily, in this case, it's Octavia's boyfriend and he's there to take her away. Yes. To his home where they have electricity and running water. <laughs> he's proud to say. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Suki's relieved, right? Um you know, it's, it's funny because she's doing this thing where she's, like, trying to appear sad to see her go. Uh-huh. Uh, but also, she's like, yeah, if I got in the house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wonder how long Octavia was there, but I definitely believe in the Ben Franklin rule. Guests like fish start to stink after, after three days. I, yeah. think, I think she was there for a couple of months, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah, I think we're I think we're back around through the holidays. So he's yeah. like, oh, that's terrible. I'm sad to see you go. Can you leave tonight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see you're already packed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, and, and honestly, at this point, she's still got her main witch, so she's she's good, right? Yeah. But this does take a little bit of the edge off of Sookie's mood. Yeah, good. She finally opens the card from Eric, and it's a sexy calendar. <laughs> yeah, this, <laughs> that's I, not what I expected. Yeah. No. <laughs> this is. I was thinking about like this must be like the ancient equivalent of sending someone like a, a nude selfie, right? <laughs> but like maybe ten percent fancier. I feel like Eric heard that that's what people did, but he like that he heard about. What do you call them? Dick pics? Or is there, there's a better word for that, nude. right? It's just nude, right? Yeah. It's it's sending, what, what do these nudes of people talking about? Yeah, you keep sending the people nude. I will send a nude to Suki. <laughs> and, but he didn't quite get the concept, so he like printed one out and had his day man handed to him. <laughs> uh, I mean, whatever. Suki seems to enjoy it. That's good. You know, generally, you know, I would say don't send someone unsolicited naked pictures of yourself. But yeah, no. in this case. High risk. Yeah. Medium reward. play. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Like, do you think Eric really like won anything over on Suki here? Probably not, right? He's uh, like, well, oh, this is a nice picture, but it wasn't like, oh man, now I want Eric, right? Uh, it's it's you know grains of sand, right? It all builds up. <laughs> I suppose so. One more chip at the dam. <laughs> uh, Andy 
uh, Belfleur and Agent Latesta visit, they're still investigating Crystal's death and then talk about possible suspects. Yeah, she does her best to be helpful, but she I can't I get the feeling she can't help but be a little bit snarky about this. Like mm-hmm. and she's also trying very hard not to out herself in front of the FBI, mm-hmm. who's clearly like eyeing her the entire time looking for signs of her doing something magic or weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean really it's just about like helping Helping Crystal the way she can, right? Yeah. It's funny, they're like, uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to remember. What, you know, do, do you know, I'm trying to remember. They asked, like, when do you think she died? And she's like, she na- named this exact time. And the FBI agent's like, how'd you know that? She's like, because the bar closes at two. And, like, <laughs> someone can't show up at six. So, how do you happen between those hours? You know? yeah. yeah. This is a detective work. This is what, <laughs> this is what Sookie calls detective work. Right? <laughs> Mr. Agent. She's in... So they just kind of like throw around some ideas and they don't really, they don't really come to any sort of conclusion at all, except Sookie's able to cross a few people off the list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's funny, after they leave, she does something that I don't entirely understand. She says, sun bathing? <laughs> I don't, I, I'm not sure I entirely understand how this activity works, but I guess the point is to let the sun, sun burn off it, all of your skin. Does that mean to, getting in a bathtub during the day? I, I, I mean, but, but wouldn't that just be day bathing? I don't know, yeah. Maybe you do it with the windows open. <laughs> <laughs> For people who aren't super, super pale. <laughs> yes. She's sunbathing when Diantha shows up with a message from Mr. Cataliades. The fairies are moving around. They will kidnap and, ki- and hurt her if possible because Niall has lots of enemies. And we find out also that the other fairies had killed Fintan, which was Sookie's grandfather. Yeah, so Niall did not tell her that before. Mm-hmm. He, he, he seemed to indicate that the, the death was natural. Yeah. Not, not a murder. Yeah. And there's another fairy prince named Brendon, and she needs to be real careful about him. But I always enjoy Diantha. Uh, me too. Yeah. 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 That's great. I, I think, I mean, like, obviously there are uh, issues there, but like the, the whole like demon group, they're all my favorites. Like, Mr. Catalis is great. Diantha's fun. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and she's got the great line. Everything will burn sooner or later. <laughs> That's right. She's like yeah. she makes a she makes a flame with her hand. She's like it's small, but it still burns. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cool, Diane. <laughs> Say hi to your uncle. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it was only a matter of time before someone showed up that wanted to kill Sookie. So this time it's Brendon. Bren, yeah. Brendon. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny, uh, or it's interesting, because Mister Catalides is is sending her with, with this message, but. Um, He's trying very hard not to get involved in this thing. He's trying to, he's stay supposed to be neutral, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he really likes Sookie, so he wants to help her how he can. But yeah, yeah. I think yeah, he wrote. He, I think Diantha indicates he remembers that she saved his life at Rhodes. Yeah, it is true. By telling him to get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, she kind of thinks for a while about what she knows about fairies. Yeah, so they're about as tough as vampires mm-hmm. uh, in terms of strength and resistance and, and resilience. But their weaknesses are iron and lemon juice, which is, you know, pretty easy to get a hold of, I imagine, right? Yeah. Those are, that kind of tracks, right, with mythology about fairies? I never heard the lemon juice one, but the iron one, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I've, heard, I've heard the cold iron, but not the lemon juice. But, you know, either way, you know, we, we know that from the short story, right? Yeah. <laughs> the short story about the, the fairy strippers. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she figures it wouldn't be a bad idea to check in with her fairy twin buds. Yeah. So she, she calls up Claude and wants to meet with him and Claudine. See, it's interesting because fairies, they, the, the things that are bad for them are like 
human made things, right? Like iron or music is supposed to be something. That's fish, right. Yeah. Right? That's, that sort of thing. Markers of society and civilization are what fairies don't like. So, so. lemon juice? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, sure. I mean, lemons, where do lemons come from? They're, they're like an international trade thing, right? If you're, if you're in medieval Europe, you don't have lemons unless you've got them from a caravan from, I don't, I don't know, know where lemons come from. Yeah, and I'm actually not sure. Maybe they come from fairyland. Uh, yeah, so maybe that maybe they indicate trade in that sense or that kind of society. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Hmm. Either way, they agreed to meet at the mystical land of Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah, at the mall. <laughs> yeah, at the mall. They fill her in on some fey politics. Brendan, who Diantha warned and Mr. Catalani warned Sookie about, thinks that any sort of non-purebloods, very human mixes, should be killed. Yeah, so so yeah. so we learned that the that essentially fairies, uh, their you know their their bloodline is weakening. They're 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 less fertile than they used to be, and that each you know successive generation is a little bit less less potent or whatever. And I guess Brendon believes that meeting with humans weakens the fairies' magic somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he wants to eradicate the the hybrid offspring. Yeah. Yeah. Fairy Nazis. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Fairy Voldemort. We also find out if Niall dies, Claude and Claudine's dad would become the prince. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, and also Sookie's great uncle is on the other is on the fairy Nazi side. Yeah. Despite being half human himself. Yes. It's interesting. And apparently he looks just like Jason. Just like Jason. So if Sookie sees anybody that looks like Jason but isn't Jason, she needs to get the fuck out of there. And apparently this explains why Niall is not a fan of Jason. That and the fact that Jason is a huge asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Have you considered that he's a huge asshole? (laughs) No, no. It's just the other thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, no, Suki. I I checked out your whole family and uh, I I picked you. I'm going to talk to you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Anyway, that's that's useful information for Suki, trying to stay alive at this point. Mm Mm-hmm. Chapter 9, she's at home and she decides to do some weeding, and apparently Sookie can't fucking weed her front lawn without somebody trying to attack her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so Sookie does what Sookie does, and she shanks the crap out of him with a garden trowel. Yeah. Like, I can only assume that this fairy did not do his research, right? Because Sookie has a kill list, like, longer than my arm. He <laughs> wears vampires, yeah. witches. She's killed them all at He gave point. her way too many seconds. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he had her, right? He snuck up behind her while she was weeding. And he's like, I'm going to kill... <laughs> it just gets got immediately. Yeah. So Sookie adds fairies to the bottom of her, like, kill list. And it's like, it's not even a notable event for her at this point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a fairy, huh? Never I, killed one of those before. I felt like this was super telegraphed in the, in the writing. Although and I enjoyed it because she's like... I decided to do some weeding. I went and got this old trowel that, that got handed down from my grandpa. It's a weird old trowel made of iron, super sharp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not even very useful as a trowel. And I started using that one. <laughs> yeah. There's this weird inscription on it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fairy killer. <laughs> yeah. And the, yes, she stabs him with a trowel, yeah. if indeed it is a trowel. She does. And she's like, well, I, I guess this is what grandpa's messaging service is for. <laughs> so she calls him like, yeah. I, kill, I kill the fairy. Somebody come check this out, maybe? Yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah. yeah. And, Can and you sense we're around to pick up the trash? And they're like, you what? Are they? <laughs> Someone seems to have left a dead fairy in my garden and spoiled <laughs> my flower bed. <laughs> and I, I loved how she talked about how her grandpa had a had marked out a specific place in the tool shed for everything that goes there. Yeah. And this is this is like the the fairy killing tool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, know, you, you know, you get sometimes you get fairies in your garden, you gotta take them out, right? That's right. Yeah. 
that's this weird little, yeah, little t- picture of Tinkerbell with an X over <laughs> That's funny now that I think about it because she, it's her grandfather, the guy who was married to Gran, but uh-huh. it's not actually her grandfather. Right, so yeah. Used a guy who might, might have a grudge against fairies. Yeah. yeah. Might have known that a certain fairy impregnated his wife. And, you know, just in case that fairy comes back around. <laughs> yeah. Might want to have some words. Yeah. <laughs> introduce him to Mr. Trowell. <laughs> Oh, I'm just going to go do some gardening. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she calls her grandpa and her grandpa and the, the uncle too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is, which is Claudine's dad, yeah. Dylan. Mm-hmm. And they show and up. They, and they're like, she killed a fair. We, we have got to see this. <laughs> yeah. like, Niall's not even mad. He's just impressed. Wow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like they're seeing Sookie for the first time, you know? And they're like, Hey, you killed one of our enemies. And, apparently and, and she's like, yeah, it was really easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the knife went right in. Yeah. <laughs> and, all high fives all around. Yeah. And uh, it didn't seem like there was much value in calling them because they just kind of like check it out. And like, the body yeah. starts disintegrating on its own. They're like, hey, you should probably hose that down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the body disposal wasn't even necessary. I assume it turns into cake sprinkles or something. Yeah. That was like fairy oh, dust. it, right? Yeah. 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 What a waste, though, right? Like, I bet, I bet Eric would have loved to come clean up that corpse for her, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Like fairies a, are tasty. Delicious that's fairy right. buffet. Yeah, be like, hey, man, I just shanked a fairy. You got, you know, five minutes before the thing turns dust. <laughs> yeah, I There's knew a... you were the one for me, Suki. <laughs> 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 fairies are delicious, Suki. <laughs> oh. And then yeah. Just wish more yeah, so like, yeah, just hose it down, you know, wash it away. She <laughs> says, like, you should just, you know, disperse it. <laughs> He's like, do you have a hose? Yeah, just, yeah, it's fine. Okay. It makes you wonder how many fairies there are, like, just hosed down around, you know, around the place. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, fairies and vampires, they're very convenient when you kill them. They just kind of flake away. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that you would have to be if you're a supernatural creature, right? In order to not be discovered, you have to be, you know, Go away when you're dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. You don't want yeah. a bunch of fairy bodies lying around. So after she cleans her murder trial, she's like halfway to the shed and she's like, no, this child's going to stay with uh, stay with mama in the house tonight. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Thanks for a job well done. She's going to name him Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> and Quinn shows up. Okay, before we talk about Quinn showing up, like how many fucking people come to her house without like Ahead. Yeah, she I'm does just, have a phone. There's yeah. like a dozen people in these chapters we've read that just show up at her house without calling and like, I would be livid. That is very rude. I do not like that. Yeah. No. If someone should, like, even if it's someone I know, there's a chance I won't answer the door. I'll just pretend I'm not there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. When the, I remember when the, the new bartender at Fantasia just showed up and she was like, yeah, I heard that I better talk to you because yeah. like, all, the, all the bartenders have been dying since you started hanging around. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of how it is. If you come to Louisiana and you're involved in supernatural stuff, check in with Suki first. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise you might end up like that fairy in a Yeah. You might end up on the business end of a trial. <laughs> <laughs> or a chain. <laughs> a chain. Yeah. yeah. Quinn shows up um, to have a really tiresome talk with Suki. Yeah. There are, there are a lot of ways this conversation could have gone right. And I do like Quinn, but this, this pissed me off, honestly, right? Really? Yeah, he's just like, he's trying to like litigate Suki's decision not to date him. And like, frankly, it doesn't matter, right? Like, she told you no, this is this is not sexy, you know? Yeah. yeah. This is not an argument to have. She made her decision. You need to just respect it. Yeah, but he's like, but you date, you're dating these other guys who have complicated lives. And it's just like, doesn't fucking matter, man, you know? Yeah, yeah. None of, your, none of your damn business. True fact. Next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And... Bill shows up and they have a little fight and Bill has 
the best remark ever. <laughs> I will make you a rug on my floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can't do that because when wares die, they turn back into humans. Mm. Unless it's a human rug. Okay, he could make yeah. a human skin rug. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I thought it was funny because she's having this really unwelcome conversation with an ex, and it's interrupted by another unwelcome ex, like an even more unwelcome ex. Yeah, right? yeah. and they fight and they and knock her over so hard that she passes out. I mean, this is Sookie, so of course she was smacked out in the middle of this conflict. Right? <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, out she goes. Yeah, yep. this, both of these guys like bad form, right? Yeah, this right. is this is not it. Like ne- neither of you is getting with Sookie, and this is not making it better. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. Chapter 10, she comes to, after being knocked unconscious, Yeah. Uh, Eric is there. Well, yeah, so she wakes up in her bed, and Eric is and presumably sitting in that chair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she, she just checks to see who's there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she's apparently not wearing any clothes, hmm. you know. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's okay, because they, they oh, yeah, transition you, immediately. You don't need any clothes to, to get on the, the bone train to... Fuck city and get off at orgasm station. <laughs> yeah, so Suki, that's right. Suki wakes up from unconsciousness and is ready to fuck. <laughs> I mean, just like that's Suki's speed. That, that is exactly it. Like she sees a, a violent, deadly fight in front of her. It gets injured herself, and boom, she's ready to go. Her yeah. engine is running. Yeah, this this is what Suki's into. And then Suki and Sarek knows it. Like he hears that this went down. He's like, "This is my chance." <laughs> If Suki never had sex when she'd been hurt, like she would never have sex. That's so. <laughs> a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. She's probably got just like a natural like connection between the two at this point, right? <laughs> probably. Yeah. Um, I did want to uh, share one uh, particular quote from this entire thing with you. <clears throat> Hold on. Let's see. Yes, this this passage was NSFW. <laughs> <laughs> He was as deep inside me as he could get without an operation. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Sorry. That was a great line. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, me up. But afterwards, they, they talk. She tells Eric about her day. Um, don't worry, I killed this fairy. Yeah. Oh, really? He's like, okay, uh, cool. You, you, you want to tell me about that? Yeah. Uh, and he offers to for her to stay with him in his house and yeah. let him take care of her. But so like, he's not in for it. And I was just no, like, no, no, no. I was just like, dude. I mean, sorry. I, I, maybe Suki has more shame or pride than I do. I'd be like, <laughs> fuck yeah. What, what, I have to suck some vampire dick? Okay, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> fine. Yeah, to go be a kept man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, but Suki, of course, wants to keep her own life. Yeah. And, and this this surprises Suki. Like women are always trying to get, get try to move into my house, but you don't want to move into my house, hmm. Suki. It's a very nice house, Suki. <laughs> uh, Suki's also concerned about feel, whether her feelings are because of the blood bond, uh, or just you know. Yeah, I think that's very worrisome. Uh, but as I mentioned before, if it feels good, it feels good, right? Who cares? Well, I mean, I wouldn't care. I think. I mean, it depends. Like, can he compel you? Well, I wouldn't want that. But, but he is kind of compelling her, right? Like he he shows up and she's always she always likes him no matter what. She doesn't have like the opportunity to not like him or to say no, really. Yeah, that's, well, I, it's hard to, it's hard to say because it's from Suki's perspective and she doesn't know she doesn't know how much sure. she's being influenced, right? But I compare this to how she felt about Eric, you know, in the last book or maybe two books ago, where she was all like, "I'm af- I'm afraid of Eric. I'm really worried. I don't trust him. I think he thinks I think he doesn't care about anybody but himself." Yeah, and true. nothing has happened to really change that, except the blood, except the blood bond. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, but I think she's also remembering. Okay, so there was a time when she actually liked Eric, and he had, you know, 
his memories wiped, right? Yeah. It was just a, a, a blank a, slate of the blank sex machine. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, he lost those memories and he kind of returned to cold Eric. But when he regained his memories, it seems like maybe he, like he regained some of the feelings and affection for her. And it seems to have changed how he interacts with her a little bit. I, I hope so. But I, it might also be that that has given him the insight that he needs to manipulate her more effectively. That is possible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the, speaking of manipulation, we learn about something called Renfielding someone. I like that they call it Renfielding. Uh, yet another kind of horrible vampire human thing. They, make, yeah. they can make you into a mindless servant. Yeah, make you so dependent on them that you're useless for anything else. Yeah. Uh, but so Dracula's real? I, I was like, wondering. Like, like, he's like, Renfield is shameful. I can't believe Dracula, such a great guy, would do that to someone. <laughs> there is a short story about Eric and Dracula. Oh, really? Oh. Is, it, is it worth reading? No. Okay. It's the weakest one, okay. in my opinion. Uh, and Suki also says that she would she never wants to be turned into a vampire. Again, come on, Suki. That, uh, like, that's where it's at, man. You got this. Give it another decade. Like, let, let that back go out, Suki. <laughs> let those knees start complaining a little bit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 uh, I guess we never established in this world if it like sucks to be turned when you're really old or not. Because, you know, um, you, do you want to wait until you're 90 to be turned into a vampire? Yeah, do you, are you, do you feel perfectly healthy if you're a 90-year-old vampire, or do you feel 90 years old for eternity? Yeah, that's a good question. Probably perfectly healthy, right? Yeah. Oh. Actually, I don't know, because they had the oracle, the seer, oh, yeah, ancient Python-S. That's right. Oh, she was cool. And she wasn't able to move independently, and of course she was blind, so I don't know. All right, I just feel like Suki should get on that that train right now I, I don't i don't remember if it matters or not but it seems like being turned by a, a powerful vampire would be better than being well, turned by some yokel right so it it might not be her that comes back as a vampire right it could be a dark spirit that enters her corpse and animates it right it might not i guess we haven't, had a, we haven't had a before and after with vampires yet we just had that one werewolf guy who was like oh it sucks being a vampire. Jake yeah, yeah he seems to be the same guy more or less right maybe yeah. i don't think you could turn into a werewolf anymore true Okay, so she would probably lose her psychic powers, I guess. Probably. Which she'd be happy about. Yeah. Hey. Win, win, win. It's a good angle. We also know she's part fairy. Can people with fairy blood become vampires? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I didn't think about right. that. I'd, I'd want to find out, to be perfectly honest. Because Jake had a really, really hard time becoming a vampire, they were saying. It was his body really resisted it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. The, the, wear, the wear thing, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, it ends with Bill still creeping around outside. I know. He's like sitting in the woods watching watching the house. Yep. Come on. I, know. I, I bet he's like working against Eric for the new king or something like that. Bill's tricky. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would never trust that dude for mm-hmm. sure. No. But but I, I thought it was interesting. Basically, this is an entire chapter of Vampire Woman. Yeah. Yeah. She wakes yep. up, bones, that's, and then chapter's over, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chapter 11. Jason visits once again. Why does nobody ever call Sookie before they stop by? <laughs> He's just sitting outside. I wonder how long he was waiting. She I said she know. woke up at noon. She, she almost makes him lunch. Yeah. <laughs> and she realizes he's the worst and, and decides to not to make him lunch. You don't get the company meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, and he kind of proves it here. You know, he's trying, like, even at his nicest, he's still trying to put pressure on Sookie to forgive him, saying, you know, oh, you're the only family I have. You should forgive me, you know? Yeah. That was pretty scummy. You're a hard woman. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty lame. Mm-hmm. But he also asks Suki to help him find Crystal's killer, which 
she's kind of been doing that anyway, right? Anyone who knows Sookie knows that she can't yeah. help herself, right? She, she's yeah. stuck to this. Yeah. No way is she letting this go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Sookie agrees anyway. Like, she hasn't spent the last, you know, four chapters asking around helping detectives and so on. Right. Um, and when she leaves, okay, so when he leaves, she does something, again, something super confusing. She listens to a message on a answering machine? Wait, <laughs> a machine that answers, what does it answer? I don't know, yeah. Does it answer <laughs> questions? Yeah. Puzzles? I couldn't tell, I couldn't tell, yeah. <laughs> but there's a message from Arlene saying she wants to see Sookie. And she also apparently went to Sam and wanted her job back. Yeah, I was like, this is very suspicious. Yeah. I appreciate that Sam checked in with Sookie about that before giving her Arlene an answer. Yeah, so if Arlene goes to goes to him asking for a job back, he he has the the decency to, to get her advice on this, you know. Yeah. So he does he does respect her, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but also uh, he is inclined to say no because she literally starts fights in his bar, right? Yeah, like, this is not this <laughs> yeah. is not an isolated event. Yeah, this I mean just doing this one time, right? Is is not as it grounds for not rehiring this person, right? Absolutely. Yeah, this but, is fired for cause. But she had, she, this is not, the, remember, she had that other time when she, her friends came in and so he had to hit him with a tray because they were trying to start some, some shit with mm, Yeah. Like this, these are repeat offenders. Yes, except I don't think they were trying to start something. He like pushed into her really roughly as he walked past her when they were like leaving and she brought her tray down on him. No, no, because they were, they were going after Pam and uh, Amelia at the time. They were saying mean things about them. Oh, okay. Yeah. They were trying to start a fight or something. But they, yeah, they jostled Suki in a you know aggressive way. Yeah, yeah. worth so the training, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but then she does call Arlene. Yeah, Arlene invites her to come over, and Suki is rightfully suspicious about this. Way to go, Suki! I think book one Suki would have walked into this trap. Yeah. yeah, Arlene's like, hell yeah, come on over, but can you wait a few minutes before you come over? Yeah, I was like, red fucking yeah. flags, uh-huh. right? Come by yourself. Don't need to tell anybody where you're going. Yeah. Yeah, so she just kind of she kind of sneaks over and does a little bit of recon, and there's a couple of guys in Arlene's trailer with her. They're planning to crucify her. Holy wow, shit. Arlene! Yeah. Oh my gosh! I had a, I, I had a real problem with this. I don't see how they thought they were going to get away with this, right? Like everyone knows, like like Arlene and Suki have a relationship, and Arlene's been calling around. Like, like, there's an ans- a voicemail on, sorry, an answering machine message <laughs> on Sookie's answering machine about, of Arlene calling. Yeah. Like, this is I think these a guys, trail of evidence, right? Yeah. These guys are dum-dums. I think yeah. Could they really be that dumb? Yeah. Yes. I don't think they're that bright. I don't think they anticipate any sort of consequences or ever being caught. Yeah. I mean, we've definitely seen some, like, real-life examples of people like that. That is a great point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, Sookie calls Andy, who's not the most reliable dude, but he has the FBI with him, so... I, I was just complimenting Sookie on handling this well, up until right now, <laughs> when she yeah. calls the cops and then charges in on her own. I know. Well, well, I mean, Arlene was about to leave, right? So that so, the guys could do the so, terrible thing. And she was like, Arlene has to stay. She's the weak link. She'll give... She'll, you know, turn, they, turn these guys they in. They can go round up, they round up Arlene later, right? Well, Sookie, you know... That would be a really inconvenient to have to find her later, okay? So he's like, man, Andy Belfour and the FBI agents will be here any minute now, so. That's, yeah. It's funny because Andy is like, hey, you want to be bait? And so he's like, heck yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> you read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when Sookie tries to leave, Sookie, or sorry, 
When Arlene tries to leave, Suki jumps in and approaches her with no backup. It jumps out of the bushes. Yeah. Hey, Arlene. Hello. (laughs) And then gives her, like, a deep Suki scan burn. Like, It was, but then she's like, oh, you know, you're a loser and this will always be your life. And she thinks to herself, it was the meanest thing I'd ever said. Nope. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> it's not. Yeah, remember, remember not. what she said to Crystal like, yeah. in this that, book. Yeah, this is why you lose all your babies. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. probably like she's using her psychic powers that she got from her fairy heritage to find and say the meanest possible thing to that specific person that she could possibly say, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, of course, Arlene flips the fuck out and calls in her fellowship goons. And then Suki's backup shows up and... Uh, There's a shootout. Yeah, yeah, Suki finds herself literally in the middle of a firefight. <laughs> yeah. Suki. So uh, she does... Before she does, though, she does read the minds and realizes that Arlene and the men hadn't killed Crystal. Yeah. They're just trying to do some copycat thing. Yeah. So that is one Southern vampire mystery that is not solved. That is true. Yeah. I, I, I thought for sure this was them. Yeah, me yeah. too. I thought it was these guys. Yeah. It would, I mean, it would trap, right? Fellowship of the Sun. They would, hate, they would hate a Werepanther. Absolutely. Chapter 12, Agent Weiss is shot. One of the Fellowship of the Sun's guys dies, and the other one is badly hurt. And Arlene gets winged. Yeah, she yeah. gets winged. And Sookie's kind of waiting around during the cleanup and everything, and there's a hostile fairy in the woods. She's like, I don't even know what to do about that. Yeah, and I, she, she gives the stink eye for a little bit, and he walks away. Yeah, yeah no, I, 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 I thought about this, like, this is a great warning to this fairy, right? Like, he's he's sitting here watching, and someone fucks with Sookie, and then, like, they get gunned down. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, yeah. like you Real quick, Suki, too. Like, in, inside the hour. Yeah. Dead, so. And you go down and storm a bullets <laughs> from her, one of her many hit squads, right? <laughs> and from another perspective, how fucked up is her life that, like, she almost got crucified, so she's like, whatever, like, fairy who probably wants to kill me, like, you're just going to have to wait in line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I do want to point out that we have yet another violent conflict where Suki is the catalyst. This is like the, the fourth one in the, last, in the last two books, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, sort of, right? These Really, the catalyst was these guys, these... Uh, this is one, yeah, this is one case, one time when I, I don't blame Suki for I don't know that if this would have ended in a shootout if, if Suki hadn't started. If she, if she had waited for backup, I think this would have gone down real smooth, right? Yeah. They would have just arrested these goobers. Absolutely. I don't think this would have been a shootout if it hadn't uh, gone like that. Yeah. But either way, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. These guys probably deserve consequences. I would have been like, you know, maybe jail time. But no. I, I, I think Suki's like, I hate waiting. Let's kick this off. <laughs> this party started. Yep. Yep. Um, and we learned... There- there's an interesting little throwaway here. Uh, the Merlot busboy, Derek, she goes to work and she's talking to the chef. And the busboy can see stuff no one else can. Tell, yeah. And he identifies that there was a fairy in the bar. I, I, I had the same note. I was like, oh, interesting. I don't think we knew that about Derek, did we? No, we didn't. Yeah, he's a new guy. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I wonder, what do you, do you think he's another part fairy? or? I don't know. Yeah. I hope we find out more. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, he can see... Yeah, you can see things that the other people can't. And there's a fairy that came in earlier, which I'm sure is no possible. Sir. No, not at all, I'm sure not. But otherwise, this is an uneventful night for Suki. Suki should is... have been like, do you look like a like a sky fairy or like like a tree fairy? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't ask. She doesn't have curiosity, remember? Yeah. yeah. I have questions about that. But her. I did like how Suki's family are all sky fairies. Mm-hmm. Those are really like the, the high-class fairies, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it, wait, what are the other ones? Are, Earth fairies or ocean? No, water fairies. Probably not earth fairies because, like, whenever she mentioned burying somebody in the earth, they're like, oh, gross. 
Yeah, I, I thought that I thought I remember them saying what they were, what their alignment was. The other faction. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I forget. Yeah, I liked I liked when she asked Dylan what his name meant. He was like Lightning. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would love telling people that if my name meant Lightning. Oh yeah, be rad. Yeah, thanks for asking. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for this week's episode. Next time we're going to be reading chapters thirteen through the end of Dead and Gone, the ninth book in the Sookie Stackhouse series. I am Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Jeff Lake. That's Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Mike Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. Please share this with anybody you think will like it. Please check out our Patreon at armadillo.club, where you can also find cool merchandise with our faces on it. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. Good, good night, night. Okay. okay.